This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. To Comic Book Junto, episode 16. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host, Adam Jughandle Tetris. <laughs> I got bronze in Atlanta. Black is this phantom. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I got half a bar. Way to half, go. I got half a bar. Well done. I'm in the subway. I got half a bar. There it is. That's how much rap I've got. That's my reception on my phone. Well done, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got to teach good. me how to roll my tongue. Hey, I can't know, do this. I learned it in Spanish. In Spanish? Spanish class. That's way, the problem. Way long ago. I took French. You see, I, I took the language of romance because mm. I thought that would help me out. How did, how's it going? No. It's not coming together for you. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, doing this good, week? Man. Doing good. Yeah. We just had uh if you follow me on Snapchat, you just saw our um <laughs> preparation for episode sixteen and we panda. are all sweating. Panda, 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 panda. Yeah, we we were uh we were enjoying a little designer. Yeah. Uh, just now. Designer with two eyes. Mm-hmm. Which I, I've also I, I've I've often thought about like why the decision to have two eyes in your name, designer. First of all, Designer, thank you very thank much you for, for tuning in. I really appreciate that. I know you got bras in Atlanta. I know you have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment on iTunes. But why the two eyes? I'm curious. It's amazing with that much going on with that many bras in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, with that many scammers to deal with. Yeah. You know, dealing with Plegasus. <laughs> and who's the other guy? Uh, Phantom. Ple- Plegasus. Fan- why does this, why look, does like this look like a panda? Plegasus. Why does this look like a panda? Why does this look like a panda? Like, That's, I want to know. These are the kind of questions that I, I, I like to bring bring up on our show mm-hmm. i feel like not that many people are talking about this stuff this why is the does, stuff like okay let's really talk about why does this look like a band why does this <laughs> <laughs> totally not the worst of the song <sighs> but it's fun <laughs> but it's fun we're having fun we're having fun all the more reasons you should follow me on snapchat uh-huh hey happy brown bag day happy brown bag day to you as well thank you very much i appreciate that i, I see that you have a brown bag i do uh you may notice I do not. Right. I haven't gotten to the shop today. Mm-hmm. So everything we're going to talk about today, uh, I, I hope we have nothing to talk about in terms of comics that came out today, as if that was what we were here for. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, because I have not gotten over to the shop. I have, I have had a busy day, my friends. Yeah. I've had a busy day. Lots going on. Uh-huh. Um, I had a busy day as well, but I made it over there. Um, mm-hmm. I expected to only buy like one thing. I ended up buying like five things <laughs> that's how it goes man 
uh-huh. that's how it goes. Uh-huh. Speaking of uh, uh, having a, a number of things that you've picked up, a, a, a whole stack of things to read through, mm-hmm. uh, we have a tremendous amount of news to burn through yeah. today. I mean, you and I just took an hour, a full hour and some. Yeah. To go through the news, to call through the news for you, dear listeners. It's all for you guys. To pick out the stories that matter the most and deliver that to you. So uh, Octavius and I are going to burn through that. I have a feeling that we're going to spend some time on a lot of this. But I mean, we're we're hoping to just kind of you know race through. I think, Mm. but there's some big there are some big ticket items. Hey, I was the news. I was looking through the news, looking through. some of the websites I, I go to to see what's going on. There's a lot. It's a lot to catch up in the on. Past seven days. Yeah. So we can't cover everything, but you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the good stuff. How do you? How do you actually? This is totally aside. How do you stay on top of of comic and geek news throughout the week? Twitter. Yeah. You know, Instagram. I follow a lot of Instagram accounts that are kind of like repost machines. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this happened. That happened. What if, or what if this happened? Or wouldn't it be cool if that happened? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, then I go to comicbook.com and I get a lot of information from comic. Yeah, comicbook.com. I, I checked that with you before we do the show. Mm-hmm. I, I guess Twitter is the main vessel. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm almost always on Twitter uh, when I'm uh, moving around in Philly. When I'm on the subway. Uh, I'm checking on my phone when I'm at work, mm-hmm. I'm scrolling through and yeah. downtime over lunch, that sort of thing. And, but it, it moves so quickly. Like on Twitter, I feel like if I miss something, then it's old news in 10 minutes. Like, yeah. Somebody's like, hey, you see the rogue one trailer came out 10 minutes ago. It's old news now. Right. I mean, it's Shoot. crazy. That's really how things go. Like you have to stay in people's face on a regular basis. You mm-hmm. have to repost 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 you have to keep up with new content on a regular basis so mm-hmm. that's why we try to get you a new episode every week uh-huh uh, let's get everybody up to date on the news right now how about that let's about, do it how about comic book junto becomes your one-stop shop for geek news how about that how about that uh i want to start with something that is recent mm-hmm. this is on the tongue of a lot of uh, uh geeks and fans and uh, uh people who like marvel movies because this came out last night have you seen the Doctor Strange teaser trailer? I did. What do you think? I thought that it was, how do I say? One, visually drew me in. Yes. Two, didn't tell me too much. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. That. I was kind of like, who's that? And who is that? Uh-huh. And who is that? And what's what's going on? And the world is turning up. To, and what is he dreaming? Is he alive? Yeah. What part of the time is this? Is it, this a real life or is this just yeah, fantasy? Yeah. And, and it did enough to get me in, mm-hmm. but it didn't tell me really anything. It and didn't it even lo- introduced me to any characters or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, cool, not really. They, it's a great. That's what a teaser is supposed to do. I, I think they, they showed enough to get me very excited. They also showed enough to say, this is looking like a very different Marvel movie than we have seen before. Yeah. I'm getting a little Inception vibes on some of this like origami yep. cityscape situation going on. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch looks good. He looks you know what reminds spot me on. Yeah, he looks spot on as Doctor Strange, and we only get to see him in the cloak in the final moments of mm-hmm. the trailer. It's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, it reminds me a little bit uh, of the first Christopher Nolan Batman movie. 
Okay. They're like showing this guy going on his spiritual journey and he's like backpacking through yeah, yeah. wherever he is. Right. Right. And it reminds me a little bit of what we saw Bruce Wayne doing in, in Batman Begins, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I know that's sort of how it starts and then it changes a little bit and Doctor Strange gets all of his powers, Sorcerer Supreme, that sort of thing. I'm, I think it looks dope. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, and it, it looks seemed, different. It seems it seems different. Yeah, it seems darker. It uh-huh. seems you know spookier. So he's you know this is a kind of a sorcery kind of story. Mm-hmm. So we definitely get some of those visuals as well. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how this spiritual sorcery kind of other dimension, other realm. She said something like, "Imagine if this." Life that you live is one version. Yeah. So I don't know if this is talking about alternate timelines, different Earths. They're getting into like multiverse Multi- kind of situation. Right. Yeah. And is this just one way of describing something that's true? Yeah. It's a spiritual way of describing it. And there's a scientific way to describe it. I don't know. But I think it's very interesting because that is a conversation that we talk about in regular life, mm-hmm. which is like science explains things one way and, you know, spirituality explains the things another way. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we can kind of have that it's one way or the other, or it could be different perspectives or different ways of approaching the same thing. That's one of the things I like about Dr. Strange is he is a character in the Marvel universe who is square in the center of magic and Mm, science. science yeah so you know he's he's a surgeon he's a man of science he's right? a man of research and he his life completely changes and he investigates all of this faith all of this magic mm. and, and spirituality mm. around him and becomes a sorcerer supreme and he has to reconcile those two words uh, worlds i really like that so i'm yeah. excited to see that yeah and i think that's an movie. interesting line that to toe this seems more serious yeah. Then most of the stuff that we've seen in uh, in Marvel Universe so far. That's like true. It, Good point. It doesn't seem like lighthearted. No, this is like no Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it, it doesn't appear to be that way. Not even way, Captain anyway. America. No. Not even. It seems like there's stakes. Yeah. Like there's stuff going down. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like there's really some stuff you got to pay attention to and deal with. It's not like it, it didn't feel to me like, Oh, and it's a comic book. And you know, at the end, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, even though again, this is all speculation because I have no clue what the heck is going on. And yeah. again, I like that. So internet, that's my trailer. This is it. This is it. This is Octavius's one trailer. I'll see you in, no- see you in November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, also on trailers, we have to talk about this. This came out immediately after we did last week's episode. Right. Immediately. Tell me about Rogue One. Tell me about what you're feeling when you see the trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. By the way, don't you love that they were like, this is a Star Wars story? Just in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. In we all case knew you what didn't the heck know. it was. Yeah. It looks dusty, <laughs> rugged, you know... <laughs> Rough, you know. Well, I'm saying yeah, that. Because- no, you you are correct, but I I gotta say, you know, a man has expectations, and I'm like, Octavius is about to talk about how good this was. Dusty was not in my my lexicon. Well, I wasn't ready. Yeah, the reason why I'm going with Dusty is because that's the world that they showed me. Yes, it's not a shiny, you know, no shiny world with you know, it's everything looks worn in, lived in. Mm-hmm. I see 
tribes of Forrest people. Whitaker, man. He looks like he's been through some stuff. Yeah, like it looks like there's a lot of different tribes of people, different communities of people. I see a lot of, you know what I mean? Like Interesting. It didn't look like, it, it looks like, oh, there are other places in the Star Wars universe than what we've seen already. Yeah. There are people who have had different stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, Saw an Asian character, saw a black Several character. Several Asian characters. You in know. fact, Donnie Yen shows yeah. up in that. And that, oh my God, Donnie Ration Yen with people. that joint. And he's beating up people uh, uh, like the only way that Donnie Yen knows how to. That's Give it, people Mon. work. Matt, that looks awesome. Uh, another Asian character later, right before the scene with all the AT-ATs coming up on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we, we're seeing diversity in this trailer. We're seeing people with different... Uh, body types and, and skin tones and man, I'm so into that. And Daisy, or not Daisy Ridley, Felicity Jones. Mm-hmm. Felicity Jones. I'm so excited to see her as the star. The thing I liked about it was it seemed like there were it seemed normal. Okay. You know, like we talk about normalizing people of color. Yeah. It seemed like this is just what it's like in these different places mm-hmm. and these different places exist. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, here's the one Asian guy among all the white people. Here's yeah. the one black guy. It was like, we're here and here are people. Yeah. You know? And of course there's going to be an Asian person, a black person, a white person, a male, a female. Like, of course there is. Mm-hmm. So that stood out to me. Um, I like the fact that it was more of a, it, it, it was less like techie mm-hmm. and it was more kind of um, almost a lot of action, nomadish. Yes, and there was a lot of lot of move. It, it wasn't as space invadery as Star Wars normally is. It's a lot more street level, ground level, boots on the ground. I thought that was very very dope, and it was intense too. It was kind of like what's I get so hype with that sound effect they use the that like alarm sound that they use at the end. That what what? Do you remember the trailer for Prometheus mm. when Prometheus came no. out? Prometheus is a whole thing. I need to go to therapy just to talk about Prometheus. Really? What, what Prometheus has. Yes. Yeah. That, that was a movie where we got to talk about expectations and how those things change. And when you get so built up from a trailer, from mm-hmm. a preview mm-hmm. and you see the movie, I'm like that. No, that was not what I had signed Did not up meet for. The expectation. That was not what I signed up for. That was a different thing altogether. That whatever that was, was not what I bought. Yeah. Uh Prometheus is interesting in that context but the the trailer for Prometheus had that kind of scream siren alarm sound in it and that man that makes my it, it gives me like goosebumps. Mm-hmm. My, my I I get chills. I told you I texted you. I'm, I watched this trailer for Rogue One. I get chills. It's so intense. I'm so excited. I love the part that she's like I rebelled. Yeah. You know? Like this is a rebellion. Like, this is the rebellion. I rebel. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A group of people going against it. I'm and the uh, the director is Gareth Edwards. He's the guy who did the most recent Godzilla movie, the Godzilla movie in 2014. Mm-hmm. I am a huge, huge, huge Godzilla fan. Controversial opinion. I loved his take on Godzilla. Uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. It wasn't perfect, but I really, really enjoyed it. And that brings me to something that I am particularly excited about. A new Japanese Godzilla movie is coming out. And we got a trailer for Godzilla Resurgence. That's being done by Hideki Anno. Okay. And he is uh, made famous by uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, a 
Do you know that anime by chance? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. And I have not seen this trailer either. So you're going to have to put me on. So Neon Genesis Evangelion is one of those top influencing or influential animes like mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop's up okay. there. A- A- Evangelion is up there with it too. Uh, really trippy, really interesting, very quintessential anime, especially when I was growing up. And the movie Godzilla Resurgence is looking really moody. You ever watch those Japanese Godzilla movies? The old ones? Yeah. Black and white? Well, the black and white one, sure, but the, well, uh, all the color ones, ones too. But I, that's what I grew up with. Okay. Like I loved Godzilla movies. Every Godzilla movie was my jam. And this is the first time we're getting a, a new Japanese one in many years. Godzilla's got a new look. He's all fiery and charred and crazy looking. Really? He's apparently the tallest Godzilla has ever been in any movie. So he's larger than he's ever been. So he poses a new threat. In the trailer, this is some for other Godzilla fans. Tell me if I'm crazy, but his 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 tail looks huge. His tail is like crazy long in in the uh, trailer i don't know what's up with that that's a little bit weird to me so this is different than the last godzilla we just saw yeah this is japanese godzilla definitely a different continuity different so storyline same character but just told the same intellectual property or yeah, is godzilla just terminology it's bizarre godzilla is owned by Owned and co-owned by a couple of different companies. Okay. So the license can get passed around to several different places. Mm. Gareth Edwards' American Godzilla movie in 2014 was a completely different Godzilla, different story, different universe than what we're going to see in Godzilla Resurgence. Let them fight. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That was awesome. Let them fight. I love that line. Yeah. I got to make that my like text tone. Wow. Let them fight. Every time you get text message, you're going to just like get ready to rumble? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with this. If you if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. Um, I'll show you the trailer afterward. It, the thing is, I don't think, I don't think non Godzilla fans will really care. Mm-hmm. I think you really need to stick with the franchise and really care about the franchise to find this to be notable. Otherwise, the trailer is not. It's not much to look at. It gives okay. us a very good peek of, of what Godzilla is about to look at like. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal to me. But I understand this is sort of a niche thing. So, yeah, there's that. So, moving on. Speaking of niche things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> something that only specific people are into. Spider-Man. Homecoming. Yeah. So, we, we got the logo. We found out that the name of the new Spider-Man film that's coming out through Sony in collaboration with Marvel Studios, is called Spider-Man Homecoming. We were talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. With like Spider-Man coming of age. Yeah. Oh, Sp- Spider-Man suspended. Right. I'm glad we did not get that. <laughs> so I'm very happy we did not get that. We got Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts to this? We got the logo for the movie. Mm-hmm. So the announcement... And the confirmation of the title is we get to see the logo, the font, the way that it appears and right. will appear when the movie comes out. Looks youthful. Very youthful. That's that's an excellent observation. I'm thrilled because this is a 180 difference from what Sony has been showing us for many, many years. The Sony logo, the Sony suit, the Sony vibe is very dark. It's very angsty. Yeah, yeah. It's very brooding. Serious. I am thrilled that not only are we getting the classic suit, 
but we're also getting a classic look that like yellow type and it's a little buoyant it's just kind of airy it reminds me of a comic book you would see this on a comic book or on a cartoon almost like it's 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 a holding the weight of spider-man yeah you know what i mean kind of like the web would bound in and bend in the whole yeah thing. yeah it, it just sort of flexes in a certain way mm-hmm. i'm really excited about it because i feel like that establishes a tone that i've been missing from these movies which is you know spidey giving us a little bit of levity yeah. he deals with a lot of very difficult things he deals with a lot he's got a lot of obstacles going on but Spider-Man for me has always just been this source of fun, you know, uh, even among, it, it makes all of the difficult things he, he copes with way worse mm-hmm. because usually he's just bounding around having a good old time. Yeah. I want to zip through the city and this logo says, oh, we're, we're going to watch this kid zip through the city and have a blast. Yeah. I'm, also, I'm about it. This is going to be a part of the Marvel cinematic universe. Yes. So this movie is being done by Sony, but with the help, with creative help from Marvel Studios. Yes. So what I heard just now, what that means is basically Marvel Studios is making a movie, but Sony is putting their name on it. That's right. Which I hope is what happens. You know what I mean? Because Marvel Studios can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. They kill it every time they they do anything, every time they show up, you know, they're killing it. I do think that it's going to be interesting to see a youthful Mm-hmm. addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because everybody's been an adult. Yeah. And what's that going to be like? We're going to finally get that. I'm a kid. That's Captain America. That's the Hulk. That's, you know, Black Panther. That's right. Iron Man. You know, where do I fit in? I'm literally a child. I feel like Peter Parker is just going to be geeking out. I'm somewhere between 14 and 18 years old. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a child. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not talking about, you know, freshman to senior in college. No, he's high school. These are high school years. He's a kid. And that's what Spider-Man like in the comics was. He's a kid who gets these powers. And it's kind of like, you know, I got to deal with Aunt May, Uncle Ben passed and I have to grow up. I have to go through puberty. I got to deal with girls Mm -hmm. and I got, you know, superpowers, you know, the rhino running headfirst into stuff. Yeah. He's and got the weight of the world. Me. Like what the heck? Like, what am I, how do I deal with all this? Mm-hmm. Which kind of is going to lead us into our book a week even, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but it's going to be interesting to see how that fits into the Marvel cinematic universe. Cause we, we haven't had that story told yet. And I like that. We're getting different looks. We're getting yeah. different stories. It's not the same story over and over and over again. Would have liked to see in miles Morales. Same, but yeah, still I'm in. Agreed. Thus far, I haven't seen any visuals. Yeah, I'm as as far as what we have right now, I'm excited about it. I know the internet has been giving it some flack. This logo, some really? flack. What are they saying? Uh, a lot logo. Of, a lot of people think that it looks cheap. Looks like it was rushed. The way that the colors are laid out, it, 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 there's not a lot of dimensionality behind it. It looks a little yeah, flat. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And I understand I mean, what's happening wrong, here, but this isn't the coolest thing I've ever seen. No, it's not. But I feel like what this is is a symbol for a direction. Right. This sets this sets the path for Spider-Man going forward. I'm very about it. But even the homecoming thing, it kind of looks like he's handwritten it. Spray painted the Spidey symbol on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is good. I think this is a good thing. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not sitting here looking at this as as design and going, wow, this is amazing. Like, I personally, visually, it looks eh. 
Take it or leave it. I mean, I've seen comic book covers mm-hmm. that are better than that. That they, I mean, probably the current Spider-Man yeah, comic cover. You know, yeah. so this is not like I'm looking at anything great. I'm more so talking about what this is. You know, I'm kind of like extrapolating from this to see where we're gonna go. Yeah, it conveys intent, and that's that's all I care about right now. It conveys intent. We have Spider-Man. We are Marvel. We have Spider-Man. We know where we're headed with this right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy. It's not that like pointy Spider-Man symbol anymore. And it's like, you, you got to think if Marvel studios for the, you got to think for years, Marvel's like, Oh, if we had Spider-Man, yeah, all the things we would do. Uh-huh. And now that they got him. They're like, all right, shut everything down. Get in this room, lock the door, let's kill Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Not kill Spider-Man, but let's, let's <laughs> yeah, lock the doors, good. let's kill Spider-Man. There's somebody at Marvel would be like, again? We get we got to kill him again? They're like, no. no, I'm sorry, poor word usage. What I meant to say is, you know, like, let's do such a good job that one might say, you know, on the street, one might say that you just killed that thing, like you just killed. You that killed thing. it. You just killed Spider Man, and people are like, "So yeah, you want to kill? We got to kill Peter Parker kills. again." All right, guys. See, that's your problem. See, because you're not listening. You know, you're not listening to enough hip hop. I should not have to explain this to you. Okay, this is a Marvel executive. Be like, this is the problem. You're not listening to enough designer. Okay, that's the problem. Black like, somebody get design in here. <laughs> He's like, do you understand now? Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Okay, you hey, kill, kill why it. Why does this look it. like a Spider-Man? Guys, that's okay. what's up. Oh, absolutely. Why didn't you say that the first time? Got you it. know, the villain is rumored to be Vulture. Is rumored to be Vulture hmm. in the Spider-Man. We haven't movie. seen Vulture yet. We have not seen Vulture yet. He's a classic villain, Adrian Toomes. And I'm curious, who would you cast as the Vulture? Uh, mm, I don't know. The first person that came to mind was. Um, was it J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons, the guy J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah. That's the first person's because I think of his, I think of him in Whiplash. Okay, and I see the bald head. I see the kind uh, of like wrinkly face, and I go, okay, I could see that as the Vulture, but you know he's playing Commissioner Gordon uh-huh. in um, Justice League. I don't know. I can't. I can't. No one else jumps out at me. I Maybe, uh, no, I can't do that either. I'm I'm seeing that there's potential. For Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, who we last saw in Birdman, Birdman? which was... Here's the thing. This is why I feel weird about it. Birdman would be very literal, huh? Very literal. Yeah. He'd become the Birdman. So that would be interesting. I don't know if that's just floating around. I feel like this is the sort of thing that happens when there are any comic-related news whatsoever. Can't take it as truth. Can't take it as truth. Nope. So let's move on to some more uh, speculations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some potential, nah, well, some news about what the new Wolverine 3 movie is going to be looking like. Yes. So seems like the word on the street is Wolverine 3 will be set in the future. Yes. So, Which, by the way, could we possibly be more vague? Like, it can only be set in the future or the past, right? Or the days of future past. Oh my God, X Men, X Men hey. with your timelines, hey. like, ah, uh. don't mess with time. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Hey, maybe if we went back in time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we learned our lesson. Uh, let's don't not do that mess again. Mess with time. Got it. Hey, bub. 
Maybe we should go part. We should go, go into the future. In we Let's should go, go in the future. Hey, don't mess with time. As in, I thought when you said don't mess with time, don't go in the, the past. Oh, I thought so, it was a guy I'm named sorry, time. I thought it was just a, you know. And you oh, I thought like, it was a, yeah, was I thought it was a, like a clock villain. Like right. a villain who's like controls clocks. Don't mess with time. Yeah. That's, that's his slogan. <laughs> don't mess. You don't want to mess with you time. <laughs> I ain't the one. Like, why is why does time sound like like a mixture of Chuck D and Muhammad Ali? <laughs> don't mess with time. That's an interesting. Choice. I ain't the one. The point is, is new Wolverine news is. You know what time it is? <laughs> it's time to continue with the news. That the new. It's time to. All right, go ahead. Go <laughs> Wolverine news. New Wolverine news means a lot of people are under the impression. A future-based Wolverine movie uh, means that we're, we're looking at Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. Would you think that's what's happening? I we talked so. about this before. I think so. I hope so. You know, that's what I want to see happen. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to happen, too. I feel like there's so much buzz around it right now. There's, there is a lot of, there's a lot of attention to this possibility. Yeah. I would be very surprised if they ignored it. Rated it R, if you've read Old Man Logan... You know, Old Man Logan can only be done rated R, uh-huh. especially Old Man Logan talking about the future. Well, that's definitely the future or an alternate version of. Uh-huh. So if they were going to do it, it would have to be a future version of him. Yeah. You know, so agreed. Let's 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 see that happen. Uh, also, on some future movie news, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok now. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok is coming. That's the third Thor movie in the series. And word on the street is Tessa Thompson is coming around. Tessa Thompson, who well, this we is saw. confirmed, not word on the street. Oh, this is this legit? From what I read, that from what I read, this is happening. Okay, so Tessa Thompson is the uh gosh, what was her name? In Creed. She was in Creed. Queen of the Johns. Queen of the Johns. I don't remember what her character's name her is. Name that's either. that's problematic. I can't even. I loved that movie. I've seen that movie several times. I can't remember what her name. I don't is. remember it either. Don't feel bad. I'm with. Oh, you. it's going to come to me at a at like a later date. That's all good. Anyway, Tessa Thompson, I liked a lot in Creed. I'm very excited to find out that she's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. I'm a little curious of that as well. I have something to admit to you. Did not see the second Thor movie. I haven't seen it. No. No, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why just sort of happened. And I was like, all right. I mean, it's not something you have to see, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's not saying it's bad, but glare. That was a uh, uh, glowing review. Yeah. Thor two. You didn't see it. All right. You're cool. You're fine. Virtually nothing in your life changes. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess we'll see what role it plays in the future, but you know, Mm -hmm. if you could see it, see it. But anyway, um, she's going to be playing Thor's new love interest. Yeah. Which to me made me go, oh, oh. Yeah. Thor has jungle fever. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. There all right. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in how this plays out because I haven't seen the second movie. Mm-hmm. So what happened with Natalie Portman? Yeah. she Did she just bounce? I don't remember. As you can see, Thor is my favorite movie. <laughs> Thor, uh, <laughs> the second Thor is my favorite. I mean, I saw it, but like I said, it was like, okay, cool. This yeah. wasn't like the best movie to me. It wasn't bad, but it was just like, it's not memorable. Yeah, it's, you know it, it, it is something that happens in front of you. Yeah. And that's about as much as one can say. For me, at least for me, I might watch it again. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This was really good. But as I remember it now, it's just okay. But um, yeah, she's playing uh 
playing Thor's new love interest. Yep. Um, and the article is also saying that her character is allegedly mm. a kind of superhero who will then appear in the future in future Marvel movies. Would love to know what that means. Allegedly, keyword. So that means we don't know if this is true or not. Uh huh. But if it's in fact true, what love interest of Thor's? Is a type of superhero that shows up in future. Like I have, uh, you know, I don't know. I would have said Lady Sif because Lady Sif is someone who hangs out in Asgard with Thor, mm-hmm. and we've already seen Lady Sif in the movies, mm-hmm. and she is a, a type of superhero. Maybe not a classic superhero, so to speak, but I, we've already seen Lady Sif, so I would doubt that she's yeah, going to play Lady Sif. Become Lady Sif now. No, um, you you would put it out there. Wild speculation. Wild speculation. That maybe we're looking at Kamala Khan. I'm just totally freestyling right Hey, now. anything is possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, But Kamala Khan, we kind of like threw that out the window because she's a show enough superhero. Yeah. She's not a kind of superhero. Yeah, she is. You know, she is one. Uh-huh. Unless they're like, you know, because Inhumans are considered superheroes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, still on Tessa Thompson and, and Creed more specifically, uh, now some news about Ryan Coogler, in fact, oh, uh, the director of Creed. Yeah, he's going to be working on Black Panther. We know this. Yes. We know that he is the director on the upcoming Black Panther movie. Yes. And reportedly, he is also co-writing the script. Let's do it. How is this a bad thing? This is not. This is a terrific thing. Let's do it. Yeah. Sign me up. I don't even have anything to say about this. I said it Just, twice. That's it. Here's the third time. Let's do it. Okay. Only yeah. problem is we got to wait till what, 2018? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Black Panther, I think, is 2018. But I mean, we're going to get so much stuff in between now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord willing, we make it to 2018. <laughs> we all want to. But, you know, for we better with the Black Panther movie? Oh my God. We, you remember I was telling you about that? Like, if I were to find out. I'm going to die soon. And I'm <laughs> right. like, please let me live until this movie comes out. Make sure my mom is here and yeah. make sure my, my, you know. That's where I am right now. Right now I'm thinking, like, I'm making that list. I'm thinking, please let me live. Until- <laughs> and God, <laughs> if you could bless us <laughs> to see another day. <laughs> Well, more than another day. God, just get me the Black Panther. <laughs> I need to see Chadwick. I need to see Ryan Coogler. I need to see Black Panther. Lord Jesus, if you could just bless me and get me to that day. My God. You know, is that how you feel on the inside? Uh, folks, that is a recording from my actual prayer that I say <laughs> before I go to sleep every night. Now I lay me those, down to those, sleep. Those, those I pray that God. Those were my words. That is my voice. I do a a little transformation in the privacy of my own home. Adam, that was amazing. I didn't know you had that in you. Thank you very much. I am an ultralight beam. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I see that. Yeah. Surprised all of us. All right, look, from Black Panther to Black Adam, Mm. what do you know about Shazam? I know that The Rock is playing Black Adam. Yeah. Shazam movie. Yeah. We don't know who Shazam is. Is yeah, I don't know, know who's who Billy, playing Billy, Shazam. We don't know who Billy is either, Mm-mm. but we know that Black Adam is The Rock. DC Comics Shazam movie is happening, and The Rock was hosting the MTV Movie Awards, I believe so. And he was wearing Where Deadpool and Ajax won Fight of the Year. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. You know what? I didn't catch that. I haven't caught an MTV Movie Award. In a long, long time. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it happened to be on TV when we were out. It was. Um, <laughs> Our fan cast for every role 
Kevin Hart yep. <laughs> was co-host. Who do you want to see play Vulture? Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Don't disrespect me and say, yeah, Kevin Hart. Ride along three. He gets some like green feathers. Uh, and he's chasing after Spider-Man. Right. Uh, like, yeah. You know what? Man, let's find a way to get Kevin Hart in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Agreed. Well, Agreed. let's find let's find a place to put him. He we can, need I, Kevin I will cast him as any character. Name a character, okay. Kevin no, Hart. No, we're not going to cast him as any character. That's, I'm just saying I would if I had creative that's, control. That's the reason why you're not Marvel, in control. Marvel, don't <laughs> listen to this, man. Marvel, give me creative control. I promise I will not do you wrong. Wow. Kevin Hart as... <sighs> yeah, Modoc. Black Bolt, Modoc. <laughs> Modoc. <laughs> is that that's gonna be the thing that ruins? Like we've just taken like we were gonna go. We took ten, fifteen years to build this thing. We hand the reins over to Adam Jug Handle Tetris. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, here I am cracking my knuckles, and I'm just getting ready. Okay, Kevin Hart as. Uh, let's just do Wolverine again. Let's, let's just, just, let's just do Wolverine. Again. <laughs> Old man Wolverine. Oh my gosh! Look, uh, the Rock was wearing a black Adam T-shirt. Black T-shirt. He's wearing a, a yellow lightning bolt on the shirt. Black Adam is the villain to Shazam. He is a super villain in the DC universe. Sometimes anti-hero. Been around for a very, very, very long time. Since, since 1945, mm. that character has been around. And The Rock, reportedly, I believe, this his apparel choice is signifying that he is going to be playing Black Adam on the big screen. Well, he's already said that he's playing that. He said it before, but there's not an actual like press release associated oh, really? with that. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I trust The Rock. Here's the deal. I trust The Rock. Whatever he says. I trust The Rock. Wow, that's a lot of trust. Uh huh. That's actually a little scary. Oh, I'm sorry. Scorpion King opens his mouth and you don't believe the words that come out? <laughs> Listen, we've already talked about Young Metro. <laughs> all right? We still don't know Young Metro's origin story. We're getting there. For that all we that know, episode is coming. For all we know, the reason why Young Metro has trust issues has exactly something to do with The Rock. Oh, wow. You ever think about that? No, no, I hadn't really thought about that. See? Yeah, it could have been a situation where he placed his faith mm. in Dwayne mm-hmm. Johnson. Didn't come through. Uh, maybe it didn't come through. Now Young Metro has trust issues. Maybe this is a situation. Future into this now. Okay, okay, I see it. There Dwayne says, Metro, I'm putting you in Scorpion King 2. You know yeah. this. See? You know that I will see? do this. Uh-huh. And Metro says, thank you. I appreciate you. I have nothing but gratitude exactly. for you, Dwayne. I appreciate you. You smart. You smart. You loyal. <laughs> he <laughs> turns into college, you. and uh, and then we the it, best. And I guess it didn't happen. It didn't happen because Scorpion King Two did happen. That was a directed DVD release, my hey. friends. I don't think Metro was in that. Hey, could be, could be, or not, or not. I just need Metro to tell us his origin story. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, we all know that it's a serious situation. If, if Metro pegs you as someone who is deemed untrustworthy, it's a serious situation. Okay, young Metro walking out of a movie theater with his mom and dad, Crime Alley. Right? <laughs> <Zora>. <laughs> all right. He's a he's a young, and we're talking oh, young Metro, young, young Metro. Metro. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 young buck. He just left. He just finished watching Boys in the Hood. Yeah, he was watching Boys <laughs> in the Hood. He was watching Don't Be a Menace with his to mom South and dad. Central while drinking, while drinking juice, juice in the hood. hood. With his mom and his dad. They're in Crime Alley, which is, 
I don't know. Where's young Metro from? I don't know. I don't know. And uh, he watches mom and dad, you know, take one for the team. Look, internet, if you're listening and you're a screenwriter, <laughs> if you're a writer, we need you we to ideas. write and submit Young Metro's origin story, and we will read it on the show. Uh-huh. We had a Poe Dameron day. I don't know why we can't have a Young Metro day. He guesses right book. Write us and tell, give fan fiction. Young Metro, what happened to Young Metro? <laughs> Why Young Metro doesn't trust you? And I want, I want the first line was, it, the first line is what, what had happened was. What had happened was. Yeah. Yeah, we need it. We need your help to figure out what happened. If you write this, I promise you we will read an excerpt on air. Well, we, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. An excerpt of our choosing. Well, of our, of our there selection. There we go. Of our choosing. Of our selection. If we get... You know, 20 people to write it. We're going to have to have <laughs> Compu Junto one shot. <laughs> Young Metro Origins. Young Metro Origins. Genesis. Dark Side. Cybertron. Oh my gosh. That's the one shot. That's the name of the one shot. Anyway, speaking of other unlikely movie pairings, mm. uh, have you seen the 21 Jump Street movies? Yes. What'd you think? Funny. Yeah, they're terrific. Very funny. Did you see the most recent Men in Black? Mm, what number was that? Three? Mm, yeah, Men in yeah, Black. Yeah, three. yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was good too. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was good. It was good and for what it was. Yeah, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, agreed. Yeah. I didn't have high expectations for it. Exactly. It, it exceeded my it low cool. expectations. I wouldn't even want to say it's good. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know? So those franchises are coming together to make a crossover movie. That simply no one understands, called MIB 23, the crossover of 21 Jump Street and Men in Black. First thoughts, Octavius, what in the world is going on? It sounds like they hired one of us. <laughs> you know what? Why didn't they hire one of us? Yeah. Both of us. We could do this. <laughs> hey, um, uh, we need to secure a bag, secure a bag of money. Uh-huh. Um, what we got in the uh, IP chamber? Uh-huh. Oh, Men in Black? Man, we done done three of those. What could we pair that with? Uh, what does that pair well we with? Got, uh, 21, ju- 21 Jump Street, we did two of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, ah, perfect idea, guys. Uh, I think what we should do, we should take Men in Black, uh, and we should pair it with um, 21 Jump Street, and we could uh, uh, make one uh, combined movie, and uh, we could uh, take Will Smith, and uh, we could... Uh, uh, get Ice Cube, and we can make them work together. All right, that's enough out of you, Johnson. <laughs> Some, there's somebody in that boardroom says, wait, stop. What were the first words you just said? What movies do we pair together? This man's a genius. Get, get Spielberg <laughs> on the line. We got to make this, this film. This is happening. This movie is happening. This is actually happening, and here's the reason why I think this actually and I'm works. Just, and I'm just I like, believe this works, because okay. 20, 20, 22 Jump Street was a very, very smart uh, examination of sequels, sequels that don't need to be made. Mm-hmm. So in the credits of the movie, if you remember, spoiler, in the credits of the movie, we were looking at 23 Jump Street, 24 Jump Street, 25 Jump Street, and all the different ways that they were just going to mm-hmm. exploit this premise right. over and over again. And now that's essentially what they're doing. MIB 23, where Men in Black comes into play, I am that's confused. What, it's not that I have I an issue confused. with... I don't have an issue with either one of these properties. No. I just don't understand how they go together. Um, I don't know. That's the piece that, like, if you ever put sriracha on peanut butter? No, it's it's good. 
What? Yeah, there's not a moment. There's a wait, moment of there, look. Hold wait, up. Hold up. There's a moment wait, of desperation wait, that brings wait, you wait, here. Wait, 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 there's a, a moment of desperation. Moment of de- what, what's going on in your life? Okay. Junior year of college, Temple University. Adam walks down into the kitchen of his home that he shares with five other gentlemen. One he of them says, being Young Metro. One of them is Young Metro. <laughs> That's a different movie. Different movie. Right. That's the origin story. The, and you, he's, he, okay, rummaging through cabinets. Man, everybody ate all my stuff. Where's all my stuff? Somebody ate all, all the last of my Welch's grape. Mm-hmm. What can I put on this peanut butter sandwich? I already spread it. I already put a peanut butter on the bread. What am I putting on this peanut butter sandwich? There's no way I'm having this by itself. It's make my gums all sticky. All sriracha's up in here. You put a little sriracha on that. MIB 23. No. <laughs> no, you don't put sriracha on peanut butter. That don't make no Have sense. Have you done it? Have you done it? No. Let him tell him. Let him <laughs> tell you his story. Fair enough. Okay? okay. Let him tell you his story. Right. To quote the Raven. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. It's happening. MIB 23 is happening. It is very bizarre, but it very, is happening. Very bizarre. That's okay. right. All right. Well, I mean, I haven't seen a trailer. Let's see what they come up with. Uh-huh. So uh Charlize Theron joins Fast and Furious 8. Yes. Along with what's Clint Eastwood's son's name? Clint Eastwood Jr. Uh, I didn't get the dude's <laughs> name. But he's on he's joining the cast as well. Uh, um so Fast and Furiosa, you know? Oh. Charlize Theron. Look at that. I know for a fact I read that in a tweet that I can't remember right now, so it feels like I came up with that joke, but I know I did not. I know I did not. Fair enough. Way to be honorable. I'm gonna take a little piece of that credit. Take the laughs at home because somebody giggled. Then you can go, but it wasn't from me. You you give it. You serve me up a good job cake. I take a sliver of that. Rest of it goes to the true owner. <laughs> That's right. But I'm gonna get my piece. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um. Yeah. So, what do you think of this? I'm excited. I believe you and I talked about the plans for this to happen in episodes past. Yeah. They were talking about there, her there was being a rumor. A yeah, I like the idea of her being a villain, so I, I do hope that comes to fruition. She was tough in uh, uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max, Fury Road. Killed it. I love, love, love Fast and Furious. Me too. I mean, it, this, guilty, this, like, guilty, not guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. I know like, what you mean. I don't, I don't, like, I know what this is. And I have no qualms for loving it. I yeah. understand why it feels like a guilty pleasure, but I have no qualms. I, I love these movies. They're so much damn fun. Charlize Theron is great, so I hope that she gets to be like a real brassy villain. That'll be a lot of fun. It'll be real cool. Yeah, I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. in thus far. We'll see what what happens next. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I'm more in on. Yeah. The biggest news that we have heard. This is major. Thus far. This is major. The past seven days have come down to this moment. (laughs) Guess what? Yeah. They're making a movie of emojis. You can't see it, but I'm just spamming the cry face right now. I'm just that crying face. What it's like is tears streaming happening? Down my face. What is happening? I don't know. What is happening, Adam? I don't know. What's the movie about? Uh, <laughs> what could it be about? Okay, look, CinemaCon just happened. I don't know anything about CinemaCon, but we get a lot of news from movie studios from CinemaCon. This just happened, and Sony... I want answers. Sony has shared that they made a pitch. Sony, what are you doing? They made a pitch for the Emoji Movie, and here's how it was explained. Those emoji that are in your phone, 
lives they live secret lives. Of course they like everything lives everything a secret does life. That. The toy come on. Toy, Toy Story, Story did which this, was, which was great. Which Terrific. Was like the OG, this is amazing. And the OG Secret Life, right? Yeah, and then and now we're getting this pet one. We the got animals. the pet one. We got the food one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sausage party. Yeah, which which, uh, which looks pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. Looks like I don't even know how to feel about it. Seth exactly. Rogen's movie, a Sausage Party. So yeah. it makes sense. Which which is about your food lives a secret life, right? Everything is animated, but but now. Your, we have your emotions live secret lives inside your head, which is, you know. The only thing that we could possibly do after this emoji movie is humans live secret lives. Numbers. What do you think no. numbers are doing when, no. when you're not <laughs> yeah, no. using numbers? No, no. They, you know, seven, eight, nine. You know, seven's a cannibal. Elemental P. <laughs> What's oh, Elemental P doing? What happens when 26 characters get together and they stop being polite and start being real? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't understand. Right. Alphabet the movie. I, I, I just. The I, Secret Life. I'm actually of sitting here, arms folded, eyes squinted, side eyeing, like, okay, like. What is this? All right. Part so, of me, part of me wants them to wow me and go, <laughs> wow, that's uh-huh. really clever. Oh my gosh. Well, totally when they, when they made the that. Lego movie, this was, I had a similar reaction. I, well, the Lego they, movie, I didn't. When, the, when they made the Lego movie or announced it, I kept thinking, how the hell are they going to make a movie about blocks? Mm-hmm. How the hell are they going to do this? And the people who made that movie, wowed me yes that movie was spectacular so maybe that could happen however opposite of that adam sandler pixels where it was like <sighs> what if video games no that's not no 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 what if video games <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the trailer was just fart sounds that was basically the trailer yeah oh, man. slow motion women running it, women running in slow motion, Adam Sandler farting, and uh, Space Invaders was basically that, that whole that, thing. That, I didn't even see that movie, but it just looked like, Oof. let's get this check yeah. and let's get out of here. Uh huh. So, look, we could be surprised by Emoji the movie. I think the bigger news is Emoji 23, the crossover with Men in Black. <sighs> emoji and, and Black Emojis. <laughs> black Emoji. Black Emoji 3. <laughs> Like, I'm very excited for the Kimoji oh, movie. The Kimoji movie. <laughs> Yo, they would have to probably like connect other emojis and joke stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like I think Amber Rose just had her own emojis come out. Yep, and Kanye has one now. In he, Kanye's got emojis. It's too? unofficial. Okay. It's unofficial. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you would think that whoever made that made emojis has got to be like cashed in crazy right now. Uh huh. Agreed. Should have been me. Yeah. Okay. We're we're transitioning over from movies into television shows. This one is a big one. I just caught this, this on the people because you just told me this. This is crazy. Yeah. Someone someone who is going to be uh, working on the Luke Cage Netflix show, mm-hmm. which you and I are both very excited for. Very. Uh, has dropped this line. The Luke Cage show on Netflix will be quote the wire of Marvel television. And no. that is from the EP working on the film, Chio Hodari. Now, hold up. Chio Hodari Coker. Now, now what, what, what has Chio worked on before? Do we know anything about what this guy's done yeah, let me Let me browse around here. Why let's, are you doing that? I'm let's just find out this. what Chio has done. I'm like, hold up. back now? this up? The Wire is arguably one of, if not the best TV show ever. Like, that's... Yes. 
Yeah. If we're talking about top five TV shows ever. Hands that's, down. That's arguably somebody's number one to five. You Hands know what I mean? Down. And you could see a lot of people who, a lot of people I respect that's in their top five TV shows. So when you say The Wire, it's two feelings I get. One feeling goes, I wish you never made that comparison. Yes. Like, like, don't. You were not allowed to just toss this around. Like, because so, it, it already makes it, it, to me, it's like, the, it, it's not going to be. You know what I mean? It's not going to be. So I'd rather you just not say that because it's like saying you're the next Michael Jordan. It's like, can I just be me? I could have been great by myself. Now that you compare me to Jordan, now it's like, if I don't exceed Jordan, which there's an emotional attachment to Jordan, yeah. which no matter what you do, some people will never let you be better than Jordan, even if you've actually earned. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, um, I do. I do. That's one feeling. Another feeling is, ooh, I hope that I hope it is. Because yeah. if yeah. it is, yeah. Woof. So I'm not ruling it out. Here's the thing. But I'm like, that's bold. That's really bold. Let's 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 examine a couple of things right now in in what Chio has said. Mm-hmm. All right. For, first of all, I, I have some answers for you for what he has worked on previously. Okay. Previous to Luke Cage, he worked on Ray, Do- Ray Donovan, the okay. TV show. He worked on Almost Almost Human. Uh, I haven't seen that. Okay. NCIS mm-hmm. and Southland. Are any of those The Wire? No. Okay. Well, he, that doesn't mean it, that doesn't mean it, he wrote the the movie Notorious. Okay. The B.I.G. movie. Okay. All right. Now, here's what he said in context because I think he deserves this. He says, "Yeah, give me clarity." Quote: "It's very sophisticated. I mean, it's got '90s hip hop vibe, but it's mm-hmm. really forward thinking." Mm-hmm. We have Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad doing the scoring for us. Oh, hey, that's oh. why do we even have to say the wire thing? Because that's I'm already in Adrian Young. He's an excellent producer. Mm. Ali Shaheed. I feel like he could have said that. Maybe he put his foot in his mouth a little bit by taking that statement a little further. But he goes on to say, uh, we have a lot of different musical appearance. At the same time, we've got Marvel action. We've got drama. I would like this to be, I mean, I know this is heavy, yeah. but the wire of Marvel television, because we really deal with a lot of different issues. I agree with you. I'm, I, I feel cautious around that statement that's a different statement than what i understood before i would like this to be yes. and this is yes are two different things yeah so, so one is yes yo i'm the best boxer ever i'm way better than muhammad ali and floyd mayweather that's versus, one versus like man i want to be in the same conversation as muhammad ali and floyd mayweather yeah that the, the the one is is giving credit and respect to something that's glorious and saying if God would bless me and everything would, the stars would align, I'd love to be in the same conversation. Yes. So that I can digest a little bit more. Yeah. I, okay. Look, I can get down on this and here's what happened right now. Bad journalism. Mm-hmm. Adam Tedderis, you just, you committed bad journalism. You put that card in there for you to read. You made some assumptions <laughs> and then you read the article. It's all so good. here we go. It's all good. I'm glad. Hey, thank you everybody for sticking with us. There's grace for you. Uh, as we as we commit some repugnant, journalistic, uh, morally bad reporting, but you got to get it wrong the right way, though. That's, 
That's right. Hey. Got to get it wrong the right where way. Where have I heard that piece of insight before? It's out there. Yeah. It's on the internet. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but that's important, though. I mean, and on some real stuff, so, quick sidebar, if you figure out you did something wrong, just own up to it. Quick. Quick. Yeah. Fix it quickly. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Go, oh, you know what? I misspoke. I apologize. Truth be, co- truth be told, he actually said this. Because uh-huh. we don't want to misrepresent anybody. Because I get it. I get the I want to be like. Because that's even going to get you some flack. Yes. Even mentioning that you want to hey, be look, like. You, you have to have aspirations. I don't, want, I don't want anybody working on this show to say, I want to be like, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. You right. know, I don't want that. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm, so, yes. I course. want someone to go, I want to make The Wire a Marvel TV. Yeah. I, I want to see the Marvel. Of, for a dude who loved The Wire and a dude who loves Marvel comics, I want the Marvel. I want Marvel and The Wire to come together. Yeah. You know, just the same way I want 21 Jump Street Men in Black to come together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make The Wire of Men in Black. Oh, gosh. Like, uh-oh. Whoa, whoa. Man, man. Season two, maybe. At Hold the docks, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm in. I'm in. I was already in. Did you see that? Did you see a little trailer yet? Yeah. Yeah. Did you I'm see what I was saying with the, the, the Nas joint? Uh-huh. It was real short, but it actually gave you a vibe like, oh, okay. And hey, now I understand what he's saying. I mean, it, it, uh, it's hip-hop. He's gone out and said, you know, it's kind of like 90s hip-hop. Like, th- that's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I really, really and like that. I, I like that the fact, you know, if you don't know this, your first time listening to this, I am black. Uh-huh. Okay, I am an African American, Black American. I don't even know how to. So anyway, hi everybody. I'm Adam Tedderus. I am a Caucasian man. Right, yeah. but I want the show to represent blackness. Yes, you know, like it's about a black man. It's Luke Cage. Yeah. So yeah. I want it to be black. Yeah. Uh, you know, because every story needs to have truth, and that's kind of again. We're kind of backtracking, but we're going back. That's kind of why I think Adam and I were kind of wanting Danny Rand to be an Asian American. You know what I mean? Because we wanted that story. We wanted to hear that story. Uh You know what I'm saying? And I I want, and that's the reason why when I heard Nas, I was like, yeah, you know, like blackness. That's what I want. I want this story to be told. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. More news. Yeah, this this next one is for you. I'm, I'm, this one's you. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll take this one, Adam. <laughs> told you. We, yeah, we told you we had a lot of news. Lots of news. <laughs> yes, we do. So Negan's uh, The Walking Dead backstory is going to be revealed four pages at a time. What does that mean? So basically, um, we've seen Negan in the comics. If you read The Walking Dead, you've mm-hmm. read Negan. Um, if you have... Watch The Walking Dead up to season six finale. You've met Negan. Um, so in the comics and in the, in the TV show thus far, we really don't know why Negan is the way he is or how he has become the way he has become. He's really kind of, here he is, he's Negan, yeah. boom, that's it. So mm-hmm. we don't have Negan's origin story, which we all know Adam his favorite thing is origin stories. I do. I love origin stories. I want more stories to just be origin stories. Genesis, Cybertron. Thank you. Okay. So, Black um, <laughs> why does this look a panda? <laughs> yeah, that should be the name of the episode. Well, hold on. So, I'm, I'm actually reading through this piece right now, and I'm, I'm seeing that this is. Is this going to be a companion piece to the TV show? No, no, no. This is, this is like. Part of the comics. Oh, okay. So, but I, it seems to make sense that they would focus on Negan while he is 
you know, fresh on yeah. the screen and yeah. people are interested. Yeah. So Image is coming out with this thing called Image Plus Magazine. Yeah. And with every Image Plus Magazine, as a part of the magazine, you're going to get four pages of Negan's story. All the other pages are advertisements for watches. <laughs> right. If it's like any magazine I have read, it's uh, pages that you can scratch and smell. Mm-hmm. Watches. And you rub on your neck when you, you put it on your neck. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, Eau de Lucille. Oh my gosh! That's, that. That's that a fragrance sounds, for Negan. That smell terrible. It's it's, it's someone's Can you blood. Imagine how bad somebody people it's, smell. It's someone's blood. Dead? It's gray matter. Good lord! It smells like gray matter. Well, yeah. So the story is going to be called "Here's Negan." It's going to be a total of forty-eight pages, and it's going to be broken up over the course of a year. And you're going to get four pages per magazine. All right, let's go ahead and do some math. I'm doing some math. We're just we're doing some math right now. I'm just looking at some numbers, secret lives of numbers, in fact. Four pages, 48. <laughs> That's, uh, we're just looking at math. This is the math section of CBGA. That's, I'm getting 12. Okay. Okay. That's 12 issues mm-hmm. over a period of a year. Okay. So, okay. See, yeah, I could have just listened to you say a year. Yeah. And also found that number 12. Hey, man. 12 months. The internet loves you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I know you kind of fell off The Walking Dead internet. I keep telling y'all, I keep telling y'all internet but, to tweet at Adam and tell him to get back in The Walking Dead with us. However, however, I, I was very much a fan. I, I, I don't want to focus so much on the fact that I fell off in that I was a very big fan. I, I committed a lot of time and attention and money and appreciation to The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Robert Kirkman mm-hmm. and that story. Yep. So I do have an appreciation for it, no doubt. It's just now I have limited bandwidth. Let's say that. Okay. Let's say that. Well, I'm excited to get Negan's backstory. Speaking of something that I'm interested in. Okay. The Preacher TV show. You in, you in on this? No, I was just playing. Oh, man, this dude. <laughs> I was like, I, thought, I was like, oh, you know, changed his mind. Yeah, we talked about this as well. Wait, um, it, it's, you know, so the Preacher TV show is coming to AMC uh, on the May 22nd, I think. May 22nd? Is that I it? I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Preacher will premiere Sunday, May 22nd on AMC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I very much like the Preacher comic. Uh, I think it's fantastic. It's really messed up stuff. It's really heavy stuff. And I have some feelings about the TV show, but we're seeing a lot of previews that are getting people hyped. Yeah. And this is, what is this? This is off camera stuff. So it looks like somebody was recording presumably during this con that was just happening, CinemaCon. Well, from what I understand, there was some sort of trailer that was played at some point. So somebody filmed it and now it's on the internet. Yeah. So I watched it while we But were, it's not high quality. No. It's like somebody else is watching it in right. a theater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody recorded it on their phone or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> it, it, it is action-packed. Yeah. I, was I, watch- I didn't see the footage, but I was watching the way you reacted to it. Yeah. You you went through the entire continuum of emotions. Yeah, I went from what is this to oh lord to yeah. oh my god <laughs> oh damn yeah I mean it it's <laughs> it doesn't pull any punches you yeah. know what I mean because I know one of the concerns were like yo this is preacher how are you gonna pull this off on like cable TV There's that's stuff right that you can't do mm-hmm. but you know my thing is if you can do The Walking Dead if you can do Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. you can if you can do Fargo you know what I mean like. You can do preacher if you wanted to, so it looks good to it's me. Coming, but you're not. You're not. Moved. I. You know. I'm. He, let me pull from Sean Connery from the movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think we've been here before. I'm waiting to be impressed. 
I'm waiting to be impressed. So you're going to give it a few episodes. I'll give it a few episodes. Absolutely. And you know, this is a similar style for walking dead. I, I was tuning in on walking dead when that first aired, I, I bought the first season on iTunes and really loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I bought that John, like yeah. that, it's expensive to buy the digital version yeah. on iTunes and I really, really enjoyed it. So I will absolutely give this one a shot, but yeah. I'm waiting to be impressed. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, That's I'll where be I'm there at. on May 22nd. Okay. Okay. I'll meet you there. All right. So that's it for the news. One hour later, Woo. we told you we had a lot of news. Yeah, we packed it all in. It's going to be a longer episode for comic book Junto fans. So part of me is saying, sorry. Another part of me is saying, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, if it was me, it would be. If I was the listener, I'd be like, I want more, not less. True. Um. Yeah, so let's get into the talkback section. Yeah, we got a tweet. So uh, you set this up, so I'm going to let you... That's run. right. That's right. We, we love doing talkback. We love hearing questions from you, opinion, input, anything that you want to share with us, listeners. We love talking to you and with you. And this is the part of the show where we do uh, just that. So we got a tweet from at Detroit Mel, and he writes... Hashtag ask CBJ. Do you follow story arcs by issue or do you wait for the trade paperback? I think that's a very interesting question because it touches on something very unique to comics, which is you can buy those issues as they come out. What? Maybe a month at a time. Usually they're yeah. about a month apart. Yeah. Or you can wait around six months. Most often you have to wait longer than that and wait for the bound issue about six, four to six issues mm-hmm. to come out in a trade paperback. And it's bizarre to me that this industry kind of incentivizes waiting on your purchase and not purchasing them because it's easier to collect a trade paperback. Yeah, It is easier to share. It is easier to read. It right. is easier to preserve. But However, if you're not picking up those issues as they're coming out, yeah. you are not supporting that comic, which means it might not survive. Yeah. Unless it's got Batman on the cover. Unless it's got Batman on the cover. Or The Walking Dead. So this is an interesting question from Detroit Mel. Me, I have to pick and choose. I choose. I decide that there are a few series that I really want to show my support for, and I will pick up those individual issues without a doubt. Yeah. However, if I am not wowed immediately or I think this is not necessarily going to blow me away, I will wait to collect something. A lot of Marvel books, I wait to collect. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, those books that are coming out right now. Actually, Kelly Sue DeConnick's run on Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is with the Marvel in the title books. But I like to collect those later. I won't pick them up. I have a strong feeling that they are doing just fine. But I, I will wait to collect them. And Image is doing that. I was picking up Black Science for a long time. And now I'm just chilling, waiting. I was picking up Deadly Class for a long time, issue by issue. But now I'm just chilling and waiting. I like to see that they get to a certain level of success. And then I sit back and think, okay, I can probably take a break, try out some new stories. Yeah. And when the trade comes out, I'll pick that up. I'll blow through that. I'll be excited about it. What about you? Are you similar? I... So the question is, it's do, tricky. Do you follow story arcs by issue or do you wait for the trade paperback? Yeah. My answer is yes. Okay. So you're a little, uh, option C, all of the above. Right. Because I'm the kind of guy where my eyes are bigger than my time. Uh huh. You know, ooh, ooh, look, oh, oh, ooh. oh, yes. You know, like, oh, look at that. Oh, that looks cool. Mm, you know? Yeah. So 
then you get up there and you're kind of like, wait, I don't have money for all this. So you start putting stuff back and you guys start making decisions. And then one of the things that help make, make those decisions is, oh, I'll just read this in the trades. Yeah. You know, the other thing is if I pick something up and I picked it up one month, I picked it up the second month and I picked it up the third month and I haven't read it or I've fallen off. That's going to get cut. Yeah. And, that's, and again, the justification is, well, I pick up the trade. Mm-hmm. Truth of the matter is I don't pick up all those trades. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of always that thing that I fall back on, which is if I really am interested in this, I'll just go get the trade. Mm-hmm. Because I like having the physical books. I like going to the store. It's almost religious. It's like a ritual. Yes. You yeah, know what I that's mean? That's a good point. That's like, a good point. Because if you're pay- if you're waiting for trade paperbacks, that means that you're not necessarily going every Wednesday, right? Seeing your dudes at the shop, browsing for right. the rack. That it, it is a ritual. It is a part of my week that I look forward to. Yeah. Like so, if I just you know just went straight digital, yeah, it would be like in an odd way. It would be like not going to something that I've been going to every week. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So I want to get up, get in the car, go to the shop, walk in the door, smell like the comic book store smells a certain kind of way. You see what the new toys are. You see other people. Some people you know, some people you don't know. You yeah, say, yeah, hi, yeah. what's good out here? You know, you grab your books, you put some like that, like that. That's something I like doing, mm-hmm. you know, um, but at the same time, I want to be able to create a library of comics mm-hmm. and I've really been wrestling back and forth with, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do with all these single issues? Like we, we talked about, we had a half baked idea about, do we make a library? Do we donate them to kids? Yeah. Do we do, like, what do we do? Because I'm still thinking about that. We, we people like you and I, and people all over the world, have all these floppy comic books. When's the last time you read Batman number five from Scott Steiner, Greg Capullo? I do you even know where it is. Like you uh, not- I in fact I know it's downstairs on the rack here at Indy Hall, on my comic book rack. Which right. you have I, I think accosted me for putting those Batman issues just out in the, yeah, in I was the like, open. How dare you in sir. the public. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for like, you know, but you get my point. It's I like, do, I do, I do. Well, all these comics we buy every week. Have you gone back and read anything over from 20, 2015? Probably yeah. not. You know what I mean? So I know I'm going really long on that. I used discussion. to pick up Amazing Spider-Man religiously. It didn't matter what was happening in this book. This right. was a part of my ritual. Mm-hmm. I pick up Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. If, the, if Cardiac shows up, yup. If Craven shows up, yup. If this is a run on the lizard, yup. It doesn't matter. I was always picking up Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And it was a moment when I was organizing some of my books. I'm alphabetizing them. I'm making sure that they're all in the box. Mm -hmm. I'm making room for some new ones. And I noticed how many Amazing Spider-Man books I had. And then I thought, how many of these do I want to actually go back and read right now? None. None. And there are a few standout issues where I would think this is definitely one that I remember and I loved very much. But for the most part, it was like fight of the week. Mm -hmm. And it didn't move me. And that's when I realized... I can stand to do trade paperbacks for these if I really get moved to pick up because Amazing. like I've told this story on the show before and I've told this to you too, Adam. Like I want to do the books book wall like my grandpa had. Yeah. His uh-huh. his was all of books, but I want mine to be of hardcover graphic novels. Uh-huh. So with that being the case, it's like how do I still have my ritual and have my physical books but be practical because 
I don't have any physical CDs. I'm getting rid of those. I don't yeah. have any physical DVDs anymore. I'm getting rid of those. I'm going all digital with that. Photos are all digital. The only physical thing that I buy on the right, even magazines. Yeah. Like once they can get all that information on the internet, comic books and like figures are that thing and prints and posters and stuff like that. That's why I feel like the only way for this to, uh, the only way for me to resolve the problem that I have of collecting all of these physical goods and get all of the things that I want to read is to share my books with you, to have someone share their books with me, to have some swap element in which I can pick up some trades but in the meantime, you're going to lend me your issues. Cool, I can we stay on top. Create these. something. Yeah, I think that that's what's happening. Even right now, as I'm thinking and listening to you, this is not a problem, no. but it is a problem. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Not a. It's not problematic. It's not a. This. Oh my, we got to fix this. Well, it but, can it can become more convenient. It can yeah. become more conducive to my lifestyle. Yeah, you know, this. I think this is something if we put our minds to it. And we sit down and think about it long enough, uh-huh. we could create something that I think would add value and help, you know, collectors all over the world because, you know, there are, I think there are people like, but think about the people who can't afford to go buy all these comics. Yeah. Like legit people who are like, I want oh, that, but yeah, I can't absolutely. go out there and buy that. What if we could share that comic with them? Uh-huh. What if we could pass? I don't know. I, I, like I said, it's, it's half baked. I don't, I don't, it's not fully complete, but I think you and I both are, cause I saw you on Twitter like, yo. Where I can got all I these single these? issues where yeah. I donate them. And, and I was talking to somebody, I forget who it was, and I was like, yo, like, what do we do with these? Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. If you don't want to be like, you know, cat lady with comics. Yeah. Yep. And so, I, I wouldn't want that to be a burden on someone. Like, I I have children at some point in time in my life, and maybe they're like, man, we don't want to get rid of dad's my comics. My dad's comics are just sitting here. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. I was in a comic book shop in South Philly, in, in South Philly Comics, and this, this gentleman comes into the store, and I overheard the conversation, and he says, hey, my buddy passed away. He's got all these comics. I, I just want to sell them. I want to get rid of them because I don't know what to do with them. I just want to sell them. And it's like... I understand what's happening in this moment. I understand that this man just wants to come up with a practical solution for getting rid of this collection of things. Yeah. Right. Very, it, it, it functions. I get it. But at the same time, I thought, man, what a, what a funny thing to realize might happen to your comics, to your passion, to your collection of stuff. And I think like somebody's just going to hock it to get rid of it fast because we're, we're, it's weird. Cause like, even we're talking about music is changing too. Yeah. You know, like all these things are changing when our parents were and, and their friends were buying, collecting comics, they were like, man, these are going to be worth money. Da, 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 da. The world's different now. Yes, it is. So we have to start figuring out how to reconcile this. Maybe we are the people who are supposed to figure this out. I never thought I would get to an age where I'd be like, the, the world is different now. It's you not know, how like when we were young, you know, uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, uh, comics are different now. What do I do with all these pogs? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, this is a uh, Batman. Uh, 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 to my, to my, to my son, Adam Junior. I give you all my slammers. I give you, <laughs> I give you my foil Charizard. I give you uh, Spider Man seven hundred. What, what am I supposed to do with this? Day? <laughs> what do I do with this? I want a lot of battles with that slammer, son. What? Thanks, Pop. Um, I got that from Miles Side Pharmacy off of Landis 
in Schwanksville, PA. Up that was both expensive. Ways. Both ways. I had to walk both ways on my Segway. On my hands. <laughs> Anyway, I appreciate that that tweet from we went deep on that one. Yeah, we did, and we could go deeper on that. I have a lot of things that I think about when when that kind of question comes up because when you're asking, do you collect by trade or by floppy? It, that's connected to a lot of different other yeah. things. And I appreciate you asking uh, at Detroit Mail. Anyone else who is listening to this now, if you were online, if you have ideas of how to make this easier. Make it so you can collect more, read more, but not be burdened by physical goods. So you can also accept and pay gratitude to the the physical thing that you have, but also not be burdened by it. If you have ideas for a way to swap, to donate, to share, hit us. Let us know. Send that stuff to Comic Book Junto, at Comic Book Junto. I want to know. We can figure this out. Yeah, I think I really think if we sit down and put our heads to it, we can figure this out. May not be today, but you know, hey man, heal the world, make it a better there. place. There's something there. Yeah, um, that's gonna, talk back. Are we gonna do another one? Are we done? I, I think we gotta save a talk back for next time. I, I do want to vocally acknowledge that we have an email from one Sam McAnally. Uh, pardon if I'm slaughtering your last name, uh, McAnally. Potentially. Uh, either way, we got your email, Sam. We got it some weeks ago. We really appreciate it. I have a lot to say about the email that you sent me. This is in regard to Disney doing better with releasing toys for girls, characters that depict women, mm-hmm. women characters. Um, and Sam had some things to share with us. And I really appreciate you sending that email to us. I don't want to do you dirty and rush through that response. I think, Octavius, you feel the same way. Right. So what I would love to do is keep that one in our back pocket maybe one week longer. And we're going to address that, have a conversation with you about that, let's say, next week. Okay. So props to you, Sam. We're coming for you. And thank you. Now on to the shared book. Let's do it. Okay. What, pull this first? We're, we're on Zack Snyder runtime right now. You realize this? <laughs> we're on Zack Snyder runtime. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, I don't have a pull list, my friend. I have not gotten over to the, sh- the, to the shop. Um, I'm hoping to do that, actually, as you and I exit from this building, from this session. And I will have a spring in my step, and I will be very excited to pick up new books. All right. Well, I'll talk about what I got. Dang. You picked up a whole bibliotheque. You got you got Gatsby's library over there. Got a few. I got Silver Surfer number three. Wavy, wavy, wavy. <laughs> right. B. I got Avengers, uh, all new, all different Avengers. Okay, yeah. Number eight. You're enjoying that, Mark Wade? I am. Cool. I am. And M&M's is on the back of like every Marvel comic. Yeah, M&M's. They're making a run. Moon Knight number one. I heard this was real good. Ooh, hold on. Pass that over here. Let me see that. No, you keep going. Uh, I got Black Road, number one, The Holy North. Black Road. Black Road, image comic. Okay. Um, I got Gwenpool, number one. Yeah, Gwenpool. Give that a shot. And I also got the previews, the DC Comics previews. April solicits for uh, June 2016 comics and more, blah, blah, blah. So this is basically talking about the DC Universe reboot. Solicitation. Reboot, rebirth. Gotcha. What's a reboot? What is that? That's a reboot and a rebirth. It's both of those things. So that's what I got. Yo, this Moon Knight looks wild. Looks wild. Okay, cool. 
this is is up for my consideration. I'll check this out when I get yeah. over to the shop. So um, that's what my pull list was. Adam's pull list is non-existent currently. TBD. Yep. Yeah. Um, but what we decided with your help, thank you for voting on our poll on Twitter yeah. at Comic Book Junto. Um, we gave you guys a bunch of different options. We said, should our book of the week be Black Widow number two? Should it be Old Man Logan? Was it number four? I think? Yeah, I think it's number four. Old Man Logan number four. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cap yep, shield on four. that. Um, Spider Man number three or Poe Dameron number one? You guys chose Poe. Uh, you guys chose Spider Man number three. Yes, so that's the book of the week, Spidey three. So both Octavius and I have read Spider Man three. We are going to get into talking about Spider Man issue number three, which means we are entering into spoiler territory. Spider-Man issue three came out last week. So we hope you picked it up because it's excellent. And the first two were excellent. And those were both book of the week. So we're going to be talking about that right now. If you have not read that yet, go out to your local comic book shop or go online, do what you got to do, borrow it from a buddy. Go get that John. Read that John. It's very good. Right now we're talking spoilers. Spider-Man three. What do you think? Got reactions. Go for it. Oh my God. It's funny. It's it so funny. funny. I laughed out loud. Right times. out the gate, we're dealing with, again, uh, the, the like cliffhanger of Miles coming home all defeated, feeling a little messed up over the idea of being, quote, black Spider-Man. Yeah. And coming home and finding out that his grandmom is there and she's about, he, she's about to tear him a new one uh, over his grades. And she does. And she sounds so much like family that mm. I have experienced before. Where she's assuming he's on drugs, he's with girl, he's selling drugs, and this and that and this and that. And the the interpersonal dynamic between Miles and Miles' dad and Miles' mom and Miles' grandmom is so on point. It is so realistic. This is this is a superhero who has real family drama like anybody else. And this issue just took me all the way through it. I loved it. This might have been one of my favorite because it was the most, it was very human. It was very human. And then we get a little Kamala Khan action, some, some, uh, some Miss Marvel. Yeah. I love that. And I love, like you say, it's very human. Yeah. It, it, I could put myself in Miles' shoes and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. If you guys don't just calm down and leave me alone. And that thing where he's biting his tongue and saying, uh, I'm Spider-Man. Right. What, what do you, I'm Spider-Man. It would be so easy for me to say, look, grandma, I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Like yeah. your grandma would probably go off. Put him on blast. Spider-Man, I don't care if you're Spider-Man. You think I care that you're Spider-Man? Yeah. Like she, she would probably just snap, snap off and just continue going. Like stop lying. See, that's what happens when you're on drugs. You start lying. Uh-huh. His, his Miles' inner monologue when he gets grounded, his phone's taken. and he's Who going takes to- their, who takes, get your phone taken? Man I, man, I know I've experienced that. No, I'm, no, I'm saying like at that age, yeah. it's like, you know. Like that's some, but so his mom and dad are upset about it too. They're like, he needs that. You can't be doing that. So it's funny. Like, I think it was great the way they captured the generational gap. Yes. You know, yes. The generational gap between grandmom, mom and dad and son. Yeah. And even the cultural and relational disconnection between like the husband and the mother-in-law. Yeah. You know what I mean? As well as like, you know, Miles being like, yo, what's up with my dad? And like the, the mother-in-law makes a comment about the dad's brother. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's real. Like, yes, it is. That's that's stuff that would go down. You yeah. know. Yeah, and, and that's another point. Uh, uh, grandma's bringing up uh, the dad's brother. Dad's brother for people who have not stuck around with Miles Morales. Uh, or at least they've they've just hopped on to Spider-Man and Miles Morales right now with his brand new run. Uh, Dad's brother, Miles' uncle, was the Prowler. And the Prowler was a villain and the man responsible for Miles getting bit by a radioactive spider in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that that brought up a lot of drama. That brought up a lot of tension between Dad and Miles. Yeah. So that is a sore subject to be bringing that up. To say, you, you're going drugs, you're going to wind up like your deadbeat uncle. Literally, you're going to wind up dead like your uncle. It's crazy. And dad's like, nope. No, you didn't. Get out. You yeah. would get out of my house. Yeah. I, I love watching the drama in their home. We've talked about this before. Like, the scope of drama is interesting. We see Spidey beat up a demon, but is nothing in comparison to the feelings grandma. that he has when he's at home with grandma. Like, grandma is scarier than the, a giant demon you just beat up. And that's, is, and, and that's what Spider-Man is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's the dynamic that we want from Spider-Man, which is, you know, I'm a kid slash you know, young adult, but at the same time, I have to, you know, carry, carry the weight on my shoulders yeah. of it's not even just an adult, yeah, but a superhero. That's right. You know, I have to be larger than life, but then I also have to like fall in line and it, it you know, I wonder if you can relate to some of those feelings, internet, those of you listening, just kind of being like, you know, I feel like I have more in me. I feel like I have something special and unique that's yeah. going on that people around me can't see. That's right. And they're not treating me the way my abilities, I feel like my abilities warrant. You don't understand my potential. You don't know. You don't understand what I can do. On some real, you don't know who I am. Yes. You don't know what I can do. You don't know what I'm able able to do. You don't know what I'm capable of. You don't know what I have done. You're still treating me. Like how you see me in the past. I'm not the same, you know, don't talk to me. What did Drake say? Don't talk to me like, you know, the Drake that you used to know or something like that. Uh, I, I don't, I don't the know the line. I don't but know either the way, line. like, I, I can relate to that. I mean, because even as an adult now, I'm a grown man. Yeah. There are certain people in my life, when I engage with them, they're still talking to me like the older version of me. Yeah. You know, they're still treating me like... I'm their young bull. Well, that's that's an interesting aspect too, because Miles Miles Morales is in a scenario right now where he's not able to show the way that he has leveled up, and that's what 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 I'm saying is exactly like that. That's that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like I have done and I am doing these things. The issue is you don't acknowledge it. Yeah, you don't see. I know what I see. Miles is not trying to convince people of something. Yeah, it's something that's true. He knows for a fact he is this person. Yeah, he's done it with his own two hands and seen it with his own eyes. Yeah, but these people can't see it because of circumstance and because this is comic books and this is like some fantasy world. But in real life, I get that. There's and I, you people, know what? There's certain people I can't talk straight to. I can't reveal everything. I can't. I have to like. Position myself under mm. them mm. in this respectful manner because of who they are, mm-hmm. rego- because they don't acknowledge who I am mm-hmm. and what I've become. Because to because to them, I'll always be that. It, ad- it adds some gravity to the line in this comic, in this issue, when Miles says, "Why why is my dad not stepping up for me right now?" Right. 
because my dad is the only person who understands my plight. Mm-hmm. He understands what's happening in my world, yeah. the extenuating circumstances. And in a way, I think his dad steps up for him, in a way. In, in, in but a, at the same time... His da- dad got stuff he's juggling, too. I love that thing when Miles says, like, my dad was an uh, my dad was a badass gangster. Yeah. He was rolling with my uncle when my uncle was the prowler. Right. And now he can't get a cell phone from my grandma? Like, what? And I think... Miles hasn't learned the lesson that there are certain people that you just don't quarrel with. Mm-hmm. It's smarter to, to to you do a different social dance. Yeah, you do a different social dance. Yeah, and it ends up being more valuable in the long run. We get a cameo from Kamala Khan, and I'm happy to see her in the books because now we get to see her be confident with her powers. Yeah, she just zips that stuff around, and I like seeing that because in her own issues, in her own comics. We've been watching her grow as a hero, and I like seeing like a confident usage of the talents that she has. I also like seeing that she recognizes that Miles has people who care for him, mm-hmm. and she knows what that love looks like, even that tough love. She yeah. says, my dad cusses me out in several languages. Right, right, right. Uh, and then she has respect, and she says, hey, look, all the superheroes, we're going to be fine. Yeah. You do you. Yeah, and you go we'll, ahead and study. We'll meet up. And then uh, we, we get a lot of really interesting engagement between Black Cat and Hammerhead. We're still waiting to see how this all unfolds. Like that was, that was all new for me. It We're was building. Like, okay, where is that going? What are we doing with that? I like this because Black Cat is a very smart, very savvy woman. She's a very smart player in the like the villains universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate the fact that she is not taking a new Spider-Man lightly. That even if he's young, even if he's a kid, even if he's just hot, new hot on the scene, she's saying, no, we, we got to take care of this now. And I like that because it adds a certain respect in an odd way to Spider-Man, to Miles, to what he is capable of. The villains are seeing this on the radar pop mm-hmm. up and they're saying, no, we're, we're not going to let this grow into a nuisance. Yeah. We, we got to get rid of this now. Analyst now. I think that's really smart. And I think that it, it shows that Black Cat can be like a mob boss that controls the situation, that, that has savvy, that is capable of seeing what's coming down the line and taking care of that. So I am very interested in finding out how that actually manifests, how that grows, if she teams up with Hammerhead, if they you know put a call out to a lot of different villains and send them toward Miles. Miles' life is about to get real hard, harder than it's been. Yeah. Because now he has a, a target on his back. And he's going to have to grow. Yeah. To his mantle. Yeah. You know? And um, I like that. Same. I like that this isn't a black Spider-Man or, you know, a multiracial Spider-Man and the end. Like, yeah. He's going to have to grow and earn the respect. Because right now, you know, black. I think Black Cat is more, like, cautious and concerned. I don't know if she, like, respects him. You know what I mean? I think it's it, maybe phrasing that poorly. I don't necessarily think she respects him, but the 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 fact that this is a part of this issue where you have supervillains talking like like the new Spider-Man could actually cause some problems leads me to believe that they're doing a good job of Bendis is doing a good job of saying uh, we Miles has potential potential that hasn't been realized yet. And other people see it, and he will be respected. Yeah. There will be a time when he, he, he's going to be somebody to reckon with. And I like the fact that they're laying that groundwork. Right. You know? 
Even if even if uh, uh, Felicity Black Cat doesn't necessarily say like outright. I, I like this guy. I think he's going to turn into something. He's going to be powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's more of like the decision to put that as a part of the story. Right. We right. need to batten down the hatches and take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good uh, issue. I love this issue. It's great. Um, and once again, should go without saying the artwork is out of this world. Show sure enough. Sarah Pacelli, you are, you are from a different planet. The, the artwork is out of this world. This is one of my favorite uh, looking comics that I'm reading right now. And it's so like, uh, right now these, these past couple issues, very domestic. Like she just does really well with expressions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not, it's, I mean, we have our action sequences, but it's not all boom, boom, boom. It's very, you know, laying in the bed and arguing and yeah. hugging and smiling and frowning and yeah. all that stuff. It's good stuff. But, I mean, also when they, when they get down, and they go after it. That works, too. Pick up the book. Spider-Man continues to impress. I, I like it very much. Two thumbs way, way up. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, book of the week for next week. Next week, what are we looking at? Power Man and Iron Fist number three. Of course. It must be. Must be. Yeah. That's it. So, go get that. Um, and enjoy yourselves out there for another seven days until we get back with you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe. Maybe. I will get into a better habit of taking news as I see it mm. and collecting that somewhere. How Instead about of one hour before you and I talk, I'm like, ah, look at all this. Oh, my God. Look at all this news. Every week I say I'm going to do that. It's like, like hey, I'm going to check every day and I'm going to put a couple things in the... Never happens. No, no. Pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> Keep us lifted. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's shut it down. Where yeah. are you on the internet? Okay. We're headed out. You can find me online on Twitter and on Instagram. Hit me up at Adam Tetris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. You can chat with me. You can chat with Octavius. And please talk to us on Comic Book Junto as well. You'll hear this from Octavius in a moment. You can hit us up at Comic Book Junto, C-O-M-I-C-B-O-O-K-J-U-N-T-O. How about you, Ak? Word. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all at the same thing. At Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. That's where I'll be at. I do a lot of Snapchatting now. Snapchat mm-hmm. is super fun. Some of the best snaps you've had. Uh, uh, it, I'm not saying in a long time because your snaps, are they're good. Uh-huh. They're very good. But some of the best, I think, this evening. Hey, we had some good snaps. Yeah, we did. We do. So if you are following me on Snapchat on the 13th, it went down before we recorded. <laughs> it went down. It got serious in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so that's where you can find me. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit, so you can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at B3ARFRUIT. Mm-hmm. You can go to bearfruit.com, sign up for our newsletter, um, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, where I basically talk to creatives about their origin story. The whole goal is to inspire you to enjoy, to, to be a part of the creative process. Mm-hmm. So um, this week's episode is Adam Swoop, I mean, Alan Swoop, so um, check him out. Really dope episode. Um, yeah, sign up for our newsletter. Check out our store. Check out our merchandise. We're going to be putting new stuff in the store um, on a more regular basis in the next coming months. Um, send us emails, kampukjunto at barefruit.com. Hit us up on Twitter um, using AskCBJ, hashtag AskCBJ. Keeping the conversation going there. 
And um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. New episode comes out of Comfortable Junto every Thursday. Um, we're also on SoundCloud. We're also on Overcast. We're also on Stitcher. Um, so whichever way you can get a hold of us, get a hold of us there. Oh, other thing. Mm. If you like this show, share this show. Yes. Tweet the show. Yes. Facebook post. Yes. Retweet the show. Put it up on your Tumblr. Send out an email. Text it to somebody. We really want people like you. You, person listening right now, you know somebody like you. Mm -hmm. You know someone who's going to enjoy this because you're listening to it because you enjoy it. You're probably not getting strapped down and waterboarded, getting forced to listen to this by Jack Bauer. Wow. Yeah. I hope not. That's probably not what's happening. I hope not. If that's what's happening. But I mean, I I imagine this comic book junta would probably be the best part of that equation. Yeah. It would probably be adding some, you know, so we're happy. Just a little levity. Yeah. Bring a little bit of uh, (laughs) a, sorry that we're cracking jokes about your situation right now. What did you do to deserve that? Wow. Anyway, nobody deserves that. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm saying is share this. That's our request. Um, yeah, we want to invite new people into the room, into yeah. the Junto. And Junto is for many, many people, uh, not just us, not just all of us right here. So we would love for you, anyone who enjoys the show, share this with somebody that you like, somebody that you think would appreciate it with it uh, uh, with us. Hit, hit your friends up on Twitter, share it on Facebook. So do us a favor. Here's what I'd like you to do. Mm. I'm going to ask for a specific request. CTA, call to arms. So I would like you to share this podcast with three people. Oh, you who are listening, share it with three people who you think would appreciate it. That's all. However you want to do it. If it's on Twitter. Now, if you want to go a next step at those people on Twitter, you know, when we post up the episode, repost the episode, and at three people who you're into, mm-hmm. you know, who you think will like the show. Um, but, you know, no pressure. You don't have to do that. But if you want to take it to the next level, you can do that. But that's all we want from you guys. Just share it with some people because we want to expand the conversation. We want to hear from more people. We want to talk to more. We want to reach more of you. And um, that's all I got. That's you got it. anything on that, Adam? No, no. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm excited to get more people in on this. I love doing the show with you every single week. So thank you for joining me here at Indie Hall Studios. Boom. And uh, another one. Swish. Another one. Yeah. Nothing but Comic Book Junto. Another one. Another one. All right. Send us That's out. it. So we love you guys. We appreciate you tuning in. And we will see you next week. Until next time, peace. Peace. <laughs>